Welcome to another edition of the Morning Devotional. Today is Tuesday, February 14th, 2023. This is edition number 27 of season 8 as we continue working our way through the Westminster Confession of Faith. My name is Pastor William Hill. I'm the pastor of Providence Presbyterian Church located in Evansville, Indiana. Today we come to paragraph 3 of chapter 5 on the doctrine of providence. Let's pray and then we'll consider this very short paragraph together. Let's pray. Father, as we now come to your word and we come to these wonderful summaries that help us understand your word, we again ask for your spirit to guide and direct us, that he would be our teacher and that he would lead us into all truth. We ask that you'd forgive us for our sins and thought, word, and deed, and that you would cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And you would help us now as we read these things and consider them, contemplate them, that they would be used of your spirit to help us grow in godliness and grace all of our days, we pray for Christ's sake. Amen. Well, in the Monday edition, we looked at, very briefly, looked at matters related to the first cause and second cause and how that all works itself together. We've considered a number of passages in that discussion. This morning, today we come to paragraph three where we read, God in his ordinary providence. Now, I want you to underscore that word ordinary. I have reason for saying that. God in his ordinary providence maketh use of means, yet is free to work without, above, and against them at his pleasure. Now, what we see here clearly in this um, uh, opening statement of paragraph 3 is that God normally, ordinarily, uses means to accomplish his perfect will. Now, let me see if I can illustrate for you. There's a couple of ways in which I could do this, but I guess simply put, if you were to uh, nail a nail into the wall, the means of nailing the nail is the hammer. That is the item, the tool that you use, at least you're supposed to use. Um, those of you who know me and know this story know that I no good with tools. I typically use whatever's close by, and even if it's not designed for that purpose, okay, that was all free. A hammer, nails, and a nail. That's the means. But the one who's actually doing it, of course, is the human being that's holding the hammer. All right? So the means is the hammer. Let me give you another illustration. We pray in Scripture, give us this day our daily bread. Now, God is certainly free and able to give us our bread with no action on our part whatsoever. We could just sit there and God could just poof into existence the loaf of bread or a steak meal or whatever the case may be. Uh, But that's not how he usually works. When we ask for him to give us our daily bread, he typically provides for us employment. We faithfully go to our job. We labor hard. We unto the Lord and we get a paycheck. We go to the grocery store. We buy our food. And that's how we, uh, we are sustained. And that prayer is indeed answered. Typically, God does indeed use means. Isaiah 55 verses 10 and 11, for as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. So in the earlier section of these verses in Isaiah 55, we see that one of the means God uses to help farmers grow their crops is rain. Now, he doesn't need the rain. He could just grow the crops and 
there they would be. Uh, God is not uh, hindered by the fact that it needs rain. Uh, he's not hindered by the fact that, it, that for crops to grow, it also needs the sun. Uh, but he provides those means ordinarily to accomplish those uh, most holy ends. He does that in the church, of course, um, when we think about our Christian lives and being sustained spiritually. Man should not live by bread alone. Um, God uses the means of the Word of God to instruct us and to guide us and to help us as Christians. And so it's so vitally important that you're spending time in the Word of God. This devotional, by the way, is no substitute for your own personal Bible study and reading. If it supplements it, that's wonderful, but do not replace it. More to the point, of course, uh, each Lord's Day we have a means given to us, that is corporate worship in which we gather with God's people. We hear the Word of God preached the living voice of Christ as it comes from an ordained minister who is fully examined and approved to that office, um, we hear Christ speaking to his people. It's a means by which he shepherds his church. And so there are many different things that we identify as means throughout our day. Ladies, when you cook a meal, you use a stove. That's a means. Um, when you put the food out for the family, you put them on a plate. That's a means. And, and on and on it goes. There's just God normally, ordinarily works through means. However, he is not bound by them. He is free to work without, above, and against them at his pleasure. And so God is not limited by these means, though he normally uses them. And again, uh, Chad Van Dixorn in his book is very helpful with some examples of these uh, times in which God works um, without, above, and against these things. Um, so, uh, as he says on page 72 of the book, nonetheless, God is not restricted to ordinary providence. He can and sometimes does overturn all standard assumptions about his work in the world. God is free in his work, as paragraph 3 reminds us, and we see this in the pages of sacred history. He is free to work outside of normal parameters. And now he gives some examples. They're very useful. He could have calmed the storm if it had been his will or miraculously transported Paul's ship and its passengers to the other side of the Mediterranean Sea. There he's referring to the narrative account of Acts 27. He can sweep away mighty warriors without the aid of human hands, Job 34.20. God doesn't need the United States Army to defend the United States. He can simply do it on his own. But the means he typically uh, uses is uh, a militia, an army formed and, and trained to do battle against enemies. That, that's the normal way. But God doesn't need that way. He is free to work uh, without the United States Army. Uh, our Lord himself testified to this in passing when he was both hungry and tempted and yet in a multi-layered message told Satan that we do not live by bread alone. God can provide for human needs however he sees fit. Now that goes back to my example I mentioned earlier. That is to say God can work without any secondary means whatever. Miracles are part of God's providence as well. What about this matter of above normal means? That is to say, he can stretch standard limitations and subvert conventional assumptions. And the best example of that is given here in this book, but it's probably the best example in the Bible, is the promise to Abraham and Sarah that she would have a son, Isaac, and 
Sarah was past the point of giving birth. Uh, women reach a point, of course, when they can no longer give birth to a child. It's, it's it, as it were, above means. But God is not hindered by that. And we know the story. We know what happened. God gave at the appointed time. He did what he said he was going to do. And she gave birth to a son. And his name was Isaac. And so... Um, God is not bound by those kinds of things. He's able to do that. God can work against normal means as well. Perhaps 2 Kings 6 is a good example of that with a floating axe head. Now, really, I mean, physically speaking, if you throw an axe head into the water, it's going to go to the bottom. But not in 2 Kings 6. God worked uh, against normal means uh, to accomplish his purposes. Uh, how about the sun standing still or the earth stopped rotating in Judge, or Joshua 10? Again, God working against normal means to accomplish his purposes. All of them, of course, will indeed ultimately come to the point in which he um, accomplishes everything that he desires. And so, there are many of these examples in Scripture, but it's important, I think, for us to, to uh, not worry about uh, those times in which God does not use normal means, those times when he works without, above, or against them. Sure, it happens. A man has stage four cancer. He's terminal. He's given a, a three months to live, and he goes to the doctor for a checkup, and they can't find a, stretch of, a stitch of cancer. The doctor did nothing. There was no treatments. God just decided to heal him. That is not ordinary means. Ordinarily, God heals us, helps us recover from sickness by the cough syrup or, the, uh, or uh, good nutrition and diet, uh, other kinds of things to help us recover from whatever things we are struggling with. And so, typically, that's the way. We not worry about the other ones that God chooses to use without, above, and against. Just seize the means that God has given to you and use them to his glory. And as you do, God will accomplish what he deems right and good as the just judge of heaven and earth. He will accomplish those things at his good pleasure. And he will always bring them to pass in such a way that it's good for his glory and also good for the church. Well, I trust these times are helpful for you. I hope they are. If you have any comments or questions, follow-up remarks, uh, feel free to contact me. You can email me. The information is there before you on the screen. Additionally, at my own website, theparchment.net, uh, I typically write a daily prayer, and I'm working through some projects right now. Um, you can see that at my website under the menu item up there, projects. There's a number of projects that are completed. There are some that I'm still working on. Um, I'm working on a Bible knowledge project in which I write on a chapter of the Bible uh, twice a week, one from the Old Testament, one from the New. And so there's various resources there. If, if, um, if they're helpful to you, then praise be to the God of heaven. Um, use them if you'd like, um, but you can find them at theparchment.net. And so until Wednesday, when we consider, uh, we go further into chapter 5 on the doctrine of providence, may the Lord help you today. May you walk in his ways, use the means he's given you to be faithful before him in everything that you do. God bless.